it's Megan and welcome to the first episode of Monday Musings. This episode we're going to be talking all about sustainable fashion with Alice. I'm not going to give Alice too much of an introduction just because she's going to introduce herself in a few seconds. Um, But I hope you've all had a lovely fun weekend and I'm ready to take on a new week. I hope this conversation gives you some food for thought for the week ahead and if you want to discuss anything that you hear in this conversation, um, anything you want to add, just make sure you follow the podcast on Instagram at Monday Musings Pod, as that's where we're going to have all the discussions and all that jazz. So yeah, I'm not going to talk too much anymore because the episode's already very long. So I hope everyone enjoys. Hi everyone, today we're going to be joined by Alice, um, who is a Northeast blogger and has been blogging about like sustainable fashion ethical fashion and things like that for a long time but yeah I'll just get you kind to introduce yourself like explain what you do and yeah just go ahead hi uh, I'm Alice I'm the the person behind um, conscious and colorful where I like to showcase my favorite sort of charity shop buys and just show people that sustainable fashion can be fun and colorful I've known Alice for like I feel like we met like maybe like a year ago or maybe two years ago I'm not actually quite I can't really remember um but yeah we met at like a blogging thing like in Newcastle um but ever since then I just remember like you are always the person that I think of when I think of ethical fashion and like sustainability um because like, I feel like I remember the first conversation that I actually had with you I was like oh I really like your pants and you're like oh thanks they're from the charity shop and I was like oh okay yeah um, I do that a lot yeah um so I just wanted to like talk about basically everything to do with like sustainable fashion like why you blog about it and like you know like what does sustainable actually mean because I think you have a lot of talk about like fast fashion and like how it's so bad but then if that's just kind of at the end of the conversation a lot a lot of people know about like how you can actually take the steps to be sustainable so what does sustainability like mean to you like what are you putting in to like try to be as like sustainable as you can um, I think for me the biggest thing is just being more mindful on not only kind of where I'm shopping but what I'm buying as well because um, I think there's like a, a bit of a crossover between sustainability and like ethical fashion as well mm. sometimes things that are more sustainable like for example like a pair of leather shoes would technically be more sustainable because they would last longer than a pair of plastic shoes but they don't yeah. necessarily fit in with my kind of vegan-ish ethics either so it's for me as long as I'm aware that I'm trying not to buy new items too much and if I am buying new items I like to buy them from companies where they pay fair wages and they're not kind of damaging the environment um and that they're like a a good a good company so they're um they're not as damaging and producing sheer amounts of stuff like a lot of the fast fashion brands are that are you know I've got lots of like polyester and like cheap materials that are really bad for the environment to actually make the garment but then also the people who are making them aren't paid very well either so there's for me it's like quite a few different things that come into it it's more sustainable to buy clothes that already exist because there's just a ton of clothes out there anyway and it's only sort of essential things that I might buy new like underwear and like socks that you don't you know things you don't really want to be buying secondhand <laughs> yeah exactly because like I feel like at the end of the day like fashion is like a human human rights issue too like it's not just like I think people forget like how deep fashion can go because like you see like there's people in other countries that get paid to make things for like Topshop, Primark and they don't get paid like a fair living wage and there's like literally pictures of women 
like sewing clothes and then like the babies are lying on the floor because like they can't they don't have childcare. like they have to bring them to the factory where there's then like chemicals in the air and all these dangerous things it's like super important like I think um like talking about buying things secondhand and things like that like depop is such a good way like I'm not even joking like half my wardrobe now is depop like yeah it really is and it's like such a good way if you're really like into fashion and want to still be trendy because I find my problem with going to charity shops is like I mean obviously you can find like loads of things in charity shops things that you wouldn't even think but for me, being like a size 16, sometimes 18, it's like super hard to find clothes that'll fit me, like in a charity yeah. shop. Whereas on Depop, it's like you can, most of the people that upload the things already have like pictures of them wearing them and things like that. So it's like you can see how it fits, all that kind of stuff. Um, And it's just like, it's such a good way. Like I'm like literally half my wardrobe's Depop at this point. Um, yeah, and same. I still <laughs> use it like all the time. And I use it to sell my clothes as well. And it's such a good way to get, like to actually earn money from like things that you don't want. I think but... it's tre- trendy as well. Like Depop, it's a bit cool. Whereas charity shops, I think still have that sort of mindset of, oh, it's full of like old lady clothes and it's, they all smell and which, you know, they don't. But that's the kind of idea that people have. So like, Depop is <laughs> kind of like the cool way to buy secondhand clothes yeah definitely so what like inspired you to create your blog and things because like um you were always sustainable but like you had like you used to like blog under like a different name didn't you and then like you've changed it recently like a rebrand sort of situation so was it just because you just wanted to really focus in on like sustainability and promote it Uh, I think for me I mean when I first started my blog it was I mean I've had a few different blogs before but Alice Emporium was the kind of the the last name I had um Mm. And I, I started off just blogging about stuff that I like. So it was, you know, it was clothes I'd bought from Primark and like cheap makeup. And <laughs> um, I think I described it that I was blogging about all the, the things I'd bought and all like the cheap crap filled with a room. Yeah. Like in a room filled with things that I didn't need. Um, mm-hmm. And then like over time, I think I started volunteering in a charity shop, which got me into like secondhand clothing. But then I was still shopping in the same way I would as like a fast fashion shopper so I was just buying everything and everything like I was coming home with something every week every every week when I was volunteering I was coming home with clothes and so I still had that kind of mindset and then weirdly it was when I first became vegetarian which was about three years ago now once like my eyes were kind of opened up to one aspect of how like what we do how it impacts the planet it then quickly kind of fed into my clothes as well and it just sort of kind of it's just it got the ball rolling and I started to really consider what the things that I do how that impacts the planet and animals and people um and then I decided oh I think it was I think it must have been two years ago now to completely give up fast fashion um Mm -hmm. I'd say at that point about 50% of my shopping was probably fast fashion um and I thought I'll do it as a challenge to myself because it's so easy when you see you're on Instagram and you see people with promoting new things all the time and you always feel oh I want that I want that I want that um and for me it was a real challenge to myself to be like actually no you don't need that and giving myself that kind of ultimatum of you are not buying fast fashion anymore really helped me kind of get over me feeling like I needed to buy stuff all the time I mean I still buy things secondhand but definitely a lot less than I used to that's what I'm trying to do now as well because like I do find it hard like I went I did kind of go into that kind of stage where I wanted to do like more sustainable stuff and that was when I was vegan I I was vegan for four years um and I think I was vegan when I met you for the first time 
you were <laughs> yeah um I mean I just gave in to the dairy milk I'm not gonna lie and then from there <laughs> it just kind of went <laughs> and I actually really like I need to get back on it really but because like me morals and stuff are still kind of there but I don't know why it just I don't know it just slipped over time then when I went to London it was like so much more expensive to buy vegan stuff like I know people say oh it's not that much like more expensive but like when you're actually like in a city like that it actually like honestly is um because I feel like minimalism and like sustainability kind of goes hand in hand because I think once you put the connection to like sustainability you you kind of realize that like fast fashion and stuff like that is all about like consumerism wanting more and like trends and there's nothing wrong with like fashion trends like everyone loves a good trend but it is like one of the things that you just think like I've just been buying it and this just because everyone else is doing it yeah it's it's easy to get like sucked into it like I wouldn't ever call myself a minimalist I'm definitely more minimalistic than I used to be like I used mm. to if I think back to like my uni bedroom I had so much stuff like stuff everywhere um yeah. whereas like my partner he he is very much a minimalist so compared to him I feel like I have a lot of stuff but then I always have to remind myself well you have a lot less than what you do like you used to have but everything I do have I feel has like a purpose I have lots of books and I probably have lots of shoes but they're things that make me happy the majority of them secondhand or I've bought them from sort of sustainable brands makes it a bit better it makes me feel less guilty for having things because it's I still I still enjoy clothes I like kind of plain dress up and I like wearing like cool colors and I get excited when I get something new but at the same time I'm very conscious of sort of saving the planet and not trying to cause too much destruction I think that's one of the things as well that kind of got me out of like sustainability because I was really trying to focus on buying less and like and I kind of felt a bit like you know like I love fashion like that's like what I love and I think it kind of put us off it a little bit at first because it's kind of the total opposite to like the way you think because like obviously we're living in such like a consumer driven society that like you are told like that's what you should be doing buying all the time so when you kind of switch your mindset and you think about these things I think that's why I stopped kind of doing it for a while because I was like but I want the latest thing like I want that (laughs) it's so hard well you do get used to after a while but I just didn't do it for long enough clearly but I just wanted to talk about as well like because obviously I know that you've just moved house as well um (laughs) like is it hard are you finding it hard to like shop sustainably for like housing things because like obviously I know what on about fashion but like just on a side note like is it hard to shop for like furniture that's like sustainable because obviously you want things that are comfy and not everything needs to be second hand and stuff but like are you finding like it difficult or it's honestly not something I've really thought about. I think I've been so focused mm. on just getting stuff. Yeah. The house that we've bought, the previous owner left us a few bits and bobs. So we have a, a sofa oh, um, that it, it's not what I would buy myself. I mean, it's like a leather bark and stone house sofa. So it's not really ideal yeah. for a, a vegan house, but um, it was free <laughs> and it saves us having to like go out and buy one. A lot of us, our stuff is Ikea just because when we first, we lived in a flat, um, like three, four years ago now. Um, and it was mm. a case of, it was completely unfurnished. It was the first flat we'd had together. And it was just sort of like, what can we get that's cheap? And well, it, it does the job and we can get it all in one day. But over time, I've slowly been trying yeah. to replace it with better quality items. Um, and like vintage secondhand things here and there. Like I, I've been looking yeah. a lot on like Facebook Marketplace. Um, cause, I, mean, I love Facebook Marketplace. It's so it's underrated. Just, it's actually I love underrated. I just looking, seeing what's on there. Because, I mean, at the minute, the doors we've got, 
um because it's very much a doer upper kind of house but the yeah. doors we have um the ones upstairs are really like 1960s plain like really naff doors and I keep thinking oh we need to replace them but instead of going to like Wix or B&Q I've been looking on Facebook Marketplace and there's people selling like yeah, old that's good, doors yeah. like really really nice ones and it's just kind of having to hunt it out but then sometimes I feel like that's it feels more rewarding if you've you've managed to like get something really cool and really unique as opposed to you know having Ikea furniture that everyone's got it is quite nice getting like individual pieces um but at the minute I think we're a bit more focused on just getting it the house sort of structurally sound before we look at like decorating when it comes to all kind of the pretty bits and bobs of uh, decorating the house I will be looking at charity shops quite a bit and I know there's a few places in Newcastle that um like there's flea circus like quite a few places that have like secondhand furniture that's quite cool um so they're on like top of my list I literally just found out about flea circus like the other like maybe last week and I went on the Instagram and I was like oh my god there's so many like good things here like I, I really want to go and I don't even like have a house to decorate I'm just like <laughs> I just want to look like it just looks it's just so nice. nice to have like a mooch about and just have it like a dig around and see what you can find I think that's what I enjoy about like shopping secondhand is you can just have a bit of a rummage and even if you don't come away with anything it's just fun just to browse oh yeah <laughs> I definitely agree and I think it's so nice to say like that type of places in Newcastle because like I feel like Newcastle is definitely not renowned for like the charity shop scene or like anything like thrift shopping or anything like that because like you go to some places like Manchester and stuff like that is known like you can get a good bargain but like Newcastle is just not that sort of place. What are the like other places that you've been shopping like other than Depop like is there any other places you think that are really good to shop like other than charity shops Depop like anyone like because I've seen like loads of ads for, like secondhand clothing but are any of them actually like any good um I've I tend to shop predominantly charity shops um I've tried Vinted before which is an app similar to like Depop yeah but I found the interface of it just a, a bit annoying I definitely prefer Depop over it um yeah I mean, you can get like groups on Facebook where it's like swap shops and things where people um, sell clothes. Like I'm part of an online community called In Colourful Company that is predominantly, I'd say, women um, who a lot of them are kind of self-employed, they run their own business or like they're kind of creative, but they love colour and they often do like meetups. And I went to one, oh, I think about th- three years ago now, um, we went to Leeds and we basically went around to find all the kind of colourful parts of Leeds and like took loads of photos and everyone just sort of mingles and gets to know each other and it's that kind of overwhelming obsession with colour that kind of brings everyone together and they've got like a a, a sale section um where it's you know you can pop clothes on that you're selling and it is often like quite colourful which is obviously right up my street um that's such a good idea it is quite fun just because you never know again you never know what's going to be on there um but I think there are yeah. some other companies now that are coming out that are selling I've seen like adverts from them like selling secondhand things but it's a bit more like a normal shop so it's a bit more kind of refined than just yeah sort of jumble sale of things um but I haven't myself really shopped with them um I haven't actually bought that much recently since lockdown um oh, it, God, made, yeah. it made me it's made me realize like how much of my wardrobe I wasn't really wearing so I'd have things that normally I'd put them on and I'd be like oh well what shoes have I got that goes with this or I haven't really got a jacket that goes with this but being at home I've just put them on and you know walked around the house in like a midi dress and a pair of slippers and it's yeah. not really mattered as much <laughs> so I think I've I've tried to wear my own wardrobe a lot more than I would normally because mm. I've not really had the kind of 
the desire to buy things recently but now that things are kind of I say getting back to normal nothing's back to normal but yeah. things are opening up again um I might have to go for a bit of a, a another cherry shop mooch and well, maybe look at updating like... my wardrobe <laughs> I feel like hopefully because like everyone's been like I feel like the first like three weeks of lockdown everyone was like cleaning tidying and like going through the wardrobe and deciphering like what they didn't want so hopefully like charity shops and all that will have some like really good items in because everyone will want to be donating all the old stuff saying um because I like I work in a charity charity shop um I've seen like firsthand the amount of donations that we're getting in I mean we've only been reopened for five weeks now I think four or five weeks and we keep having to kind of put a pause on donations because we're getting so many in. We can't get through it all and everything has to be like quarantined and oh my there's God, just not yeah, been enough course. space. So it's just like the amount of stuff people are bringing, it's, it's mad. <laughs> I totally forgot that you probably have to quarantine the stuff because like obviously yeah. me working in a shop, like, well, we're not open yet, but when we do get open, I assume that we'll have to quarantine returns and everything. So yeah. I didn't even think about that. But yeah, oh God, I bet your stock yeah. room is an absolute nightmare at the moment. Quite, quite a few bags <laughs> yeah I noticed like well backtracking a little bit on like your love for colour and stuff like that I noticed that you created a hashtag like could you just like tell them more about that because I think that like when I go on your profile on Instagram I love going on like the hashtag section to see like what people have hashtagged um because that just kind of brings out everyone's individual style and like kind of shows people that you don't have to be like a boring vintagey shoppy type of person to be like sustainable yeah um it it was one of those things that just kind of it came out of well not nowhere but um part of like an online membership um for like bloggers and creatives um that's run by Vix Meldrew called Grow and Glow and oh, it was yeah, a task yeah. a task on there for they have like different bundles on different subjects and I think it was the Instagram one and it was about like creating a hashtag linking to your kind of content in your niche um mm. and I mean that course itself has really helped me kind of narrowed down what I'm about so that kind of is where the rebrand came from because I felt that my old name didn't really suit what I was kind of writing about and I kind of found out what people kind of like for me and it was all kind of my colourful outfits and like charity shopping so I decided that was the route I was going to go down Um, and the task about like creating a hashtag it just it was one of those like light bulb moments that the name just kind of popped in my head and I thought oh oh that sounds fab like I'll use that and I was really surprised at how many people used it so quickly because I thought it was going to be one of those things where you're sort of like oh I've made a hashtag please use it and then like no one uses it um, <laughs> yeah but it's had quite a lot of um interest which has been quite nice but um then obviously I changed my name then to kind of fit with the hashtag so yeah. as a brand it's kind of it's what I'm sort of known for like I'm known for my colorful clothes and I'm known for like talking about sustainable and like conscious clothing um and I just thought it was a nice way to get other people involved and to show that sustainable fashion isn't all just, you know, white T-shirts and like mom jeans. And which I found <laughs> at the beginning when I was trying to explore in sustainable fashion, it was all very like white T-shirts, black blazers and things that just weren't me at all. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly that was like definitely another thing that put me off for me, because like I said, like being a size 16, 18, like mom jeans for me just don't do it. And like like white t-shirts like I'm not about that like that's yeah. just not me um like, it's useful is. to have but it's not like I don't want my whole wardrobe to be like monochromatic no. <laughs> like it's it's cute for like people that that's that like their aesthetic but for me like I'm very much like a colorful person as well which I never you wouldn't think the amount of like black outfits I wear but like I actually <laughs> am 
um but yeah like I do love I love the new hashtag and like I'd encourage anyone that's listening like if you do like sustainable stuff to, like check it out because it is really good um I've seen a lot of cool outfits on it but I just wanted to ask as well like you know like you're seeing like loads of brands starting to do like conscientious ranges and things like that like what's your opinion on that because like uh like the first time I seen the H&M conscientious range I was like these people are like literally trying us because like they're, they're trying to be conscientious and like they're really other than that like from what I know they haven't really done anything else and it's just kind of a bit like obviously by like I think a lot of brands are saying like by like 20 30 or whatever want to be fully sustainable but you know like obviously conscientious ranges are good for that because if people buy them it just kind of showed them like a marketable interest in them but like are they actually doing anything like does that help yeah not not at all I think um that they're just trash basically Uh, especially (laughs) H&M like H&M are one of those companies where for sustainability aspects they are absolutely awful um I can't remember I think it was I've watched so many documentaries now I can't remember which one it was but it was a case of explaining that sort of back in the day you had a sort of spring summer autumn winter they were your seasons whereas you now have 52 seasons which is like a new season Mm -hmm. every week and the sheer amount of stuff that like H&M are like spewing out constantly their kind of conscious range just like because they've used organic cotton it means absolutely nothing um it's like if I if I for you know the entire year I ate nothing but chips but then I spent one month every year where I ate nothing but apples it doesn't mean I'm healthy <laughs> like one small good yeah. thing doesn't eradicate all the bad things um and I think they're just sort of jumping on a trend because I definitely think sort of st- sustainability is more talked about than it used to um and I think they've just it's like it's, it's greenwashing essentially they've made themselves out to be more sustainable than they are even the the scheme they've got where if you take things back if you recycle your clothes with them you get like a voucher but it's sort of they're still encouraging you to buy more things which in the long run isn't sustainable because the most sustainable wardrobe is things you already own not buying new things every week it's really hard to like find which brands are being truthful and which are just talking absolute rubbish um but there is an app and a website that I use quite a lot called good on you and they're really good and they they get a brand and they kind of give them different ratings depending on how they treat sort of workers and people the environment um animals and they give like sort of a, a score out of five and then overall they'll say oh you know it's a start which means they're doing some things but they could still be doing things that are better and there's brands on there that you know like boohoo is rated awfully on there I don't even think they've got like one so <laughs> um but oh, they're really oh. good if there's a brand that you're not quite sure on um about whether they are good or not like how in the past have bought the odd thing new but I've been really might trying to be mindful of where I was buying them from if I was buying from like the high street and I used to buy things from monkey because I knew that they had their a lot of their jeans were part of the, the I think it's a BCI it's it's something to do with like better cotton initiative and I thought oh you know out of all the high street this is probably mm. a better option but I, over the past couple of months I realized that actually they are part of the H&M family so even though to me, I thought well, I was I was doing a good thing, and they were more sustainable. They're just as bad as H and M. But the app I on the website, yeah, know. well, neither did I. <laughs> and I thought I was like, oh no, yeah. they're my favourite shop. But um, but that's a really good <laughs> app for brands like that where you think they're good, but actually they're not as good as you think they are. Um, and there's some brands that 
I was like high street bands I was surprised like Marks and Spencer were rated quite well on there um I don't know how if that's going to change because I think they were one of the brands that weren't paying garment workers with lockdown um but I don't know if they ended up paying up eventually but um it is really useful if if you've got a brand you're like oh I don't know if like are these are they greenwashing are they actually sustainable um and you just sort of give them a search and hopefully they'll be on there and they'll give you all the information I think sustainability can kind of be a bit intimidating for people that either don't know a lot about fashion or just maybe don't really know a lot about like the impacts of it so that yeah. is actually a really good like resource um so like moving on to like different types of brands like obviously talk about H&M but like what about luxury brands because like I say a lot of people say like oh well if you shop a little bit higher up on the price range you're not going to get as bad of a bath as you will if you shop in Topshop or Primark but you know in reality unless they say that they are like a sustainable brand then you don't you can't guarantee that just because you're paying like 50 pound for a white t-shirt like that it's better yeah um I mean I know there's there's some designer brands that are notorious for being awful like Burberry where they they used to burn like clothes because you know they hadn't sold instead of like you know put them on sale or passing them down to someone else they didn't want you know them to, to tarnish the brand of Burberry and have them sold cheap so they just burn them all which is just horrendous um but I think the some brands just because you're paying more doesn't mean it's better like I was looking oh, I was months ago now back when we were allowed in shops um and I was in John Lewis which is a department store I really I, I really enjoy like I like having a look around there I don't often buy things but I like to have a look and they stock whistles and I remember seeing a dress that was beautiful but it was like 165 pound and it was like 100% polyester and it's like if I'm spending that much money on a dress I don't want it to be made out of plastic that you know you're going to get really sweaty yeah. and isn't good for the environment um so I don't always think that paying more money is better but I do think that in order to get like to buy sustainable fashion you you do have to pay a little bit more um but I still I wouldn't I wouldn't say that just because you're buying like a Gucci handbag or like a Chanel bag means that it's going to be better than buying something cheaper because <laughs> I think a lot of the high-end brands are just just as awful as like Primark and Boohoo they just charge like 10 times as much. <laughs> Speaking of watching documentaries and stuff um what kind of documentaries have you watched because I've watched like I think this is when I first kind of turned vegan I watched The True Cost which is probably like the best like yeah well in my opinion best like sustainable uh, fashion documentary you can watch it's like so informative um but yeah is there any other ones that you kind of recommend or like any youtubers bloggers um other than yourself well The True Cost is definitely one of the ones that I like watched first um because that just it shows you so much and I, I don't know anyone that's like watched that and come away and still felt all right with like buying things from like the high street um I know Stacey Dooley did a documentary a couple of years ago as well um similar kind of thing but I think hers was more I think about the environmental aspects of fashion like yeah. fast fashion whereas I think true cost was a bit more about the people that it impacts um regularly watch the minimalism documentary which isn't necessarily about fast fashion but it, it's good to kind of help you gauge an idea of like can live live in a life where you know you know what's important and you kind of maybe reevaluate how much time and attention you're putting into certain things um I did really enjoy that one and I do try and watch it yearly if I can just to kind of remind myself of like this is why you're doing what you're doing um and it's good inspiration if I feel like 
I've ended up with like extra like clutter and stuff things that I don't need I'll rewatch that again and it'll kind of like refresh me a bit and I'm like okay right have a have a sort out you don't need all this stuff there are probably quite a few like bloggers um and like youtubers that I've probably watched in the past but now I'm like put on the spot I can't I can't think off the top of my head um I know exactly what you mean I'm the same when I when I try to think off the top of my head I'm like wait what was the same I'm like, I'm like who do I follow and um, there's a few people that I can think of like on Instagram that um there's a girl called Amy Lee Craig um who's okay originally from up here but I think she's moved down to like South Southampton way and um, she posts quite a bit about sustainable fashion she has a very her, her wardrobe is beautiful it's all quite minimal and like neutral colors but she she pulls it off like really really well um and she's just had like a, a little boy last year and he's just adorable so I enjoy that as well, seeing the little pictures of um, a little lad. Okay, so that's been like a really good chat um, about sustainability. But thanks so much, Alice, for coming on and like chatting and like letting everyone listen. Yeah, I hope that you've had a good time on the podcast. It's been fab. Lots of fun. My first ever podcast as well. Oh, is it? Oh, it is. Oh, mint. Thank you so much if you're still sticking around and you're still listening at the end of the episode. If you enjoyed this week's episode, don't forget to leave reviews, follow us on all the podcasting platforms and follow us on Instagram at Monday Musings Pod. Every week, the topics that we'll discuss on the podcast will be discussed on Instagram for the full week. So this week, we're going to be discussing sustainable fashion. So if that sounds like something that you're interested in, please follow us on Instagram and I'll see it again at Monday Musings Pod. Thank you so, so much for listening and thank you so much to the amazing guest this week, Alice. I hope that you all stick around and I hope that I see you next week for the new episode. Until then, bye.